We are living in challenging and uncertain times where leaders need support and encouragement to help them learn to navigate a chaotic world. The Healthy Rhythms podcast is designed to help leaders thrive by promoting healthy rhythms that connect spiritual formation and leadership resilience. Hosted by two friends, an Irishman and an American, together we have more than four decades of experience training and coaching leaders from around the world. The Healthy Rhythms podcast is about sharing stories, stories of hope and resilience. Enjoy. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Rhythms podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you're having a great day wherever you are. On today's episode, we have a really special guest, Tony Simpson. Tony Simpson is involved in Cheat Code Academy over in the States that seeks to help end generational poverty by helping people learn financial tools. Tony, how are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. It's so good to talk to you. Where, where are you located at the moment? I'm located in uh, Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas. The great state. The great state of Texas. Yeah. That's where our good friend Big Lou is. Yeah, man. I love Big Lou. Yeah, I man. love him. Great, great, great man. Yeah. So it's lovely to have you here with us today. Do you want to tell us a wee bit about yourself and your background? Yeah, I'm uh, Tony Simpson. I'm originally from Houston. And my background goes, it is very long. Well, I'll start from after graduating high school. After graduating high school, I went to about three colleges. And the reason was I was searching football. Right. <laughs> I just wanted to play football. I wanted to play football. And I didn't consider education so important at that time. And uh, by doing that, you know, I realized, like, you know, with football, you know, after the physical damage that was getting done to my body, I was like, football may not be the long-term thing for me. So I started, I was like, well, I noticed that I like to be a part of a team. I've been a part of a team my entire life. Yeah. So first thing I, I looked for was a fraternity. So it was either fraternity or it was the military. Right. Fraternity, they didn't accept me. <laughs> they only picked about 12, about 12, I think it was about 12 people. I think about 12 people and then I was like well I guess it's the military yeah. so uh, from there from there it was the Air Force or the Navy my dad was a Marine was a Marine no he'll say he is a Marine so my dad is a Marine they're always a Marine <laughs> and, uh, aren't they? They're yeah always, once a Marine always a Marine always, yeah <laughs> so uh we I chose I chose the Navy I went to the Air Force then I looked at the Navy and I just felt like the Navy was a better fit I guess it was the water. I love water, being at the water. So it was my first time actually going out to sea and things like that. But from then, I, I joined the, ended up joining the Navy, uh, got married, had kids. I have three kids now. So at that point, when I was in the military, at that point when I was in the military and I was serving as a firefighter, serving as a firefighter in the military, at first I thought, man, I'm going to do a life here. I'm going to do, I'm just going to serve my, they say, serve your 20 years, retire, and just live off that income. Yeah. It sounds like the American dream, yeah. right? Yeah. But when I was on deployment, it really gave me a time to slow down because mm -hmm. there was nothing else to do. We were out at the sea, like just water. So we was actually out to sea for about 90 plus days straight. Right. So from there, we were still allowed to order on Amazon. So I started ordering books. Uh, one, it was actually a rapper, Nipsey Hussle, that kind of brought me into books, and I started reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Some of those, I consider a lot of the starter books that a lot of entrepreneurs start upon. 
But once I started reading that, it really opened my mind to there's more out there. I knew there was more because I didn't just go from high school to the military. I went from high school, college, and then the military. So um, I began my entrepreneurial journey actually uh, at that time. At around my last year, the my last year in the military. That's when I began my entrepreneur roller coaster. <laughs> right in. And how long how long did you stay in the military? I served uh, four years inside the military, and it was a it was a great it was a great four years, a great learning experience. I went trading for the world. It's what made me who I am. A lot of who I am. And then, what was your next step after that? So uh, when I started that entrepreneur roller coaster, I started out with network marketing. I'm pretty sure a lot of people started out with you know some kind of network marketing at a time. But that really, the network marketing to me means I started self-developing. I started my self-help because in order to be an entrepreneur, I just felt like it was what I had to put into myself in order to seek out into the world. But I had to become a person of value before I can become valuable to anyone. I had to value myself first. Yeah. So I started that entrepreneur roller coaster then. And after you know, I decided to get out the military, somebody asked me, they said, uh, well, if you want to find out what the next five years will look like at the place you're at now, ask somebody that's more senior to you. Yeah. So I, I look for a person that I, I respect, that somebody you have to respect. And I said, hey, hey, what do you, what would you do if you were, you know, back then and you had five years to redo your contract, rip your contract? And they were like, I would have got out. And that was enough for me because I realized I lost, a, I'm not going to say I lost a lot of time, but I, there were times I was missing with my kids. I love my kids a lot. I was missing a lot of uh, time that you cannot get back. And time is one of the most valuable assets that we have here on life. So time comes first with me. I like to spend my time definitely growing. Like every every minute, I just want some kind of development going on. Not, not ever in a moment of just relaxation, really. Mm-hmm. So um, after I got, the mil- I got out the military, after hearing that, and I started to go to college. And I went to U of A, University of Houston. Right. The craziest thing I majored in was entrepreneurship. <laughs> Whoa. I went to college to major in entrepreneurship. And as I'm in class, we're reading, you know, these textbooks. The textbooks might as well just been a self-help book. Yeah. Because I realized, I was like, wait, why am I in school doing this? Yeah. Right. So um, I, that was my last, that was my last try at school. I realized school wasn't for me. Yeah. So I started my, uh, I started to go, I went to real estate school. I think it's real estate school in about two months. And I also started uh, my firefighter in EMT Academy where I got certified as well. So the plan for that for me was to be a firefighter and a real estate agent. But Mark, you won't believe what happened. Right. That was around. That was, the first thing that happened was the HFD, they had went on a hiring freeze right after I got certified. So mm-hmm. now I couldn't get a job. Yeah. Real estate, shortly after I got my real estate license, that's when we had the outbreak. Right. And uh, 20, we had the outbreak, and I believe it was 2020. Yeah. So now I'm sitting there with kids, and I'm thinking to myself, like, wait, there can't be a middleman in between you and the thing, your responsibility, yeah. the things that you need to take care of. Yeah. And I had to think of a way, and I remember reading the, I, I believe it's the Intelligent Investor. I was reading that book back on the, the boat when I was on the deployment, and I thought about stocks. My first stock that I, I invested in was Under Armour. At that time, it was right. Under Armour. It just hit Maryland and things like that. And I remember in high school, we were sponsored by Under Armour as well. So uh, that really began my 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 stock journey. Was I realized that I had to 
get the middleman away from me and the things that I have to take care of in my life. Yeah, yeah. I love that. They always say that's the difference between an entrepreneur and, and someone who's employed. The worst possible scenario for someone who's employed is to lose their job. The worst possible scenario for an entrepreneur is to have to get a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so true, isn't it? Like an entrepreneur, like, oh, geez, I hope I don't have to get a job. And, it, and it's that. And with that, you have to develop that deep sense of accountability. Like it's you, it starts with you, doesn't it? And, and your yeah. actions. And, so, so that was 2020. So that was quite a curveball that life threw at you. You thought there was a path yeah. there. And then next thing, <laughs> COVID. Yeah, COVID hit. COVID hit. Um, I pretty much was homeless right at that point. Like there were times I was sleeping and sleeping in my car, and I had to. I realized and this was something while sleeping in the car. I was like, "Well, what's the safe? Where's the safest place that I can go to to sleep in a car?" It was the hospital. I never heard of anybody ever getting hurt at the hospital. So um, I was sleeping in my car at the hospital for a while, and I was just saying myself, "Like, it's, you have to be there." I mean, through the dark thoughts that I had. I realized, like, you have to be, and I still tell myself this today, you have to be the hero of your own movie. Yeah. This is, nobody's going to come and save you. And I realized that because I was by myself. You do say you have friends and family, and that, that's true, but they have their own movies yeah. that they're making as well, and that's okay. Yeah. So, but I realized, like, if you, if you're here by yourself. Yeah. You have to take care of this by yourself. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. And it really, it really molded me into the person that I am today to fight that I really would consider from the ground up. Um, it's it just been a fight the, going the whole way and realize like there's, if there's power in the present, there's hope in the future. So you need to put top, more power in your present. Each yeah. foot you, each foot, step friend that you take, every step by step, you're making a, a movement forward. And that's what I try to do every day. Now there'll be some days where you go backwards a little, but you got to regain yourself and you get back grounded. And once you get back grounded, you can keep going. And tell me, tell me about what hope looked like lying in the back of the car. Like if someone said to you, you know, how, how's your hope at the moment? How's your mindset? What, what did that look like at those, those uncertain times? Like probably some of the most uncertain times of your whole life so far. Right. Like how, yeah. what's your mindset? My hope come from, it came from the, the daily fight, the, the actual things that I was doing before even getting to that point, like investing into myself. Before yeah. I even got to that point, because I didn't know that was going to happen. You know, we say make five-year five year goals, and a lot of those goals don't happen, but you set something forward. Yeah. And the thing that you set forward, the affirmation that you set forward, they'll, they may not come as you see them, but the fact that you put those out to the universe, they yeah. can happen. And, and hope for me at that time was just thinking to myself, you have to be where you become, yeah. right? So I had to be the person that I wanted to become in the future. And in my mind, although where I was at presently, I wasn't there mentally. Yeah. Mentally, I felt like uh, what, what I call my, my my name on Instagram, Immaculate Tony. Yeah. I felt like that person at that time. But I had to continue to fill my glass with water. You know, they say yeah. you know, your glass is either half full or half empty. But I wanted to make sure that my glass was full so that that way I can pour onto others. Yeah. And that's what... I just continued to do that because I knew that it was so much into me. Yeah. Versus where I was at, it was so much into me at that time. Yeah. So it's a deeply spiritual aspect to that, isn't there? Of what you Yeah, very Yeah, it was definitely everything just everything even now is very spiritual in the way you look at things. Yeah. Say more about that. Say more about the spirituality of that hardship of that, you know, uncertainty. Like 
what do you learn about the spirituality, your own spirituality? How does it grow? How does it manifest itself? Yeah, it, it all came from just believing in yourself, like a deep feeling of believing in yourself. No opinions matter, and they still don't matter. Yeah. The only thing that mattered was what I told myself, what I believed in myself. I had a, there was a belief, but you have to believe. It all starts, I mean, it, it really starts with a, a hope. I would say it would come from believing. You yeah. have to believe. And once you believe, there'll be hope. But you got to believe in yourself. Yeah, where did you draw that belief from? Was it from somewhere in your childhood? Was it from the moment? Like, where did you draw that water uh, from that well of that uh, well of belief? Where did you draw it from? Or do you know? I would say just reverting, thinking about, and I feel, you know, you still do this today. You know, you, you kind of think about the past and where you came from, you know, the things you've been through. So even, I mean, it could have been even just football, you know, being involved in sports. Yeah. Or uh, my childhood friends just seeing like, oh, well, I've been through this before. Of course I can make it through this. You know, playing football in high school, you probably went through hard times. Like, huh, I'm exhausted. I'm going to die. Yeah. But even those thoughts can play into your future. And you say, wait, I, I thought that back then. Yeah. I thought that. But so if you keep going, there will be more in your future. But you got to be able to keep going. You got to be here today so that you can be present tomorrow. Yeah. I love yeah. that so much. So tell me what happened then. How did things progress for you? Things started progressing. I really sat down with myself. I cut out a lot of things. I had cut out social media. I cut people out of my life. And I really just became the... So I really had to take time to figure out what is the star of your show? This is your movie. What is it? Who does the star look like? What kind of life do they want? Yeah. So I started writing down the things that I wanted out of life and I started working towards those things. And every day it was like I was going to find a way. I cut out everything. I, my real estate license had expired. My fire, uh, firefighter and EMT certification. I still, still certified, but not licensed. And I, I cut, I burnt the bridges. I burnt those bridges and I went all in. I went 100% in on learning stocks, options, uh, cryptocurrencies. And I did that day in, day out, 24-7. And that was it. I would watch videos over and over, read the same books over and over until I understood it in a logical standpoint that that was good for me. Right. And tell me, how did your relationship develop then with the Cheat Code Academy guys? So uh, when I first when I first came into Cheat Code, it was really, I would say, I saw it on YouTube, and I think I was looking for a cheat code to the stock market. Like, I was, I was yeah. going to figure this out. <laughs> I was going to figure this out, right? Yeah. So uh, I came, I was in cheat code, and the whole thing is the same thing that we do now. It was just helping people. Yeah. The same thing, like the exact same thing. We're just helping people day and night, day and night. And I believe the whole immaculate thing was every day try to be perfect. Every day won't be a perfect day. But you can try to be perfect. You can make that attempt to be perfect. It's a new day, a new beginning for you to do the same thing, right? Yeah. So while I was there, it was, you know, posting plays every day because I believed that I can help someone out because I had felt like I learned so much. But really what I the, what I was learning was a more belief in myself. Yeah. And when you believe in yourself, it made things a lot uh, easier, I would say. And this helped a lot of people. And uh, that's when Keo, my my brother, my brother from another mother, we would say. <laughs> I know we have yeah, he's brilliant. <laughs> Kid, yeah. I, I love, I love Kid. I love Kio. He's my brother. Uh, but you know, at that time, he had messaged me. You know, probably just taking notice that I was helping a lot of people, and you know, just asked me if I wanted to become on, come on as a moderator. And I was okay with that because in my heart, that's the one thing that I want to do. Even now, going into the future, it's help. It's help people. Like, how many people can you help? 
the first thing, Mark, that I had to do was help myself first. Yeah. I didn't realize what love was. I didn't realize what it meant to help someone yeah. until I helped myself, until I began loving myself. Yeah. And once I began loving myself, I poured so much into myself. I only want to give love. That's all I want to give to everybody. And that's what um, I would say kind of tipped the curve uh, for towards Chico is spreading love and giving. What I would say, if you ask for help, you know, let's say if the teacher, if the student is ready, the teacher will appear, right? Yeah. And sometimes I'm the, I may be the teacher, sometimes I may be the student. And that's okay because life is a growing. Yeah. And why is why are the, the values and the goals of Cheat Code Academy so important to you? Because I really feel like that's a it's a platform that we have I would say we can expand on it. Yeah. And we're able to reach a lot of people, right? Just by the community alone. You know, the same way that Big Lou was able to reach out to you, yeah. we can do that to so many, so many people and the whole each one, reach one, teach one. And if each one of us could uh, reach one person, we can teach one more person and that cycle can continue. And I really feel like that could change the generational curses that we say we have. That yeah. can change. Yeah. It can change. And it's how to teach on a lot of educational value is being given. Yeah. I love the way you guys talk about the generational curse and, and sort of breaking those chains of generational poverty. You know, I said I've spent a lifetime working in with charities and and different parts of the world and so on. And you can see that, you know, the world is corrupt. There's a system there that, that, that works against people. It just does. Um, and when I see you guys with the power of the internet, which I think we're going into the one, one of the most democratized times of, in, in humanity. There's never been as much power available for change at, at our fingertips through the internet. And I just see that you guys are really utilizing that to to end generational poverty, and that's just it's incredible. You know, it's there's a there's an even playing field there, and it's opening up even more. And you guys are on it, and you're teaching, and you're giving so much light, and you're giving so much value to people's lives. That must really drive you. That must really mean so much to you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can tell you right now, Mark. There's days where I don't want to get up. You know, we get up and go on socks and eggs, but. In my mind, there's times where, you know, I don't want to get up and I, I look in the mirror and I still cry at times, you know, yeah. because I realize it's not about, it's not just about me. No. The potential to help one more person, that yeah. gets me up and that, that's what gets me up. That's what causes me to get on Instagram. I wouldn't just be on Instagram like that. But I realize it's like you learn something, you put your time into something. And if it's a potential that you can reach one more person and help, I'm a father help one more dad, help one more family, help one more son in this space, then you should get up and do it. They say, you shouldn't put yourself, you know, you got to, they call it ego. It's like, oh, I'm going to go sit here. I know what I know. But you don't want to share with someone. Yeah. I didn't like, I don't like the thought of that. So I'm open and willing to share a hundred percent because yeah. otherwise you'll just take all your dreams to the grave. And that's something I don't want to do. Well, I love your content on Instagram. I made a conscious decision a couple of years ago to stay away from all negative content i just can't do it <laughs> i just can't do it like with these energy like i stay away from twitter mostly because they're all crazy there um uh, the instagram i love instagram and i only follow people that that give me value and, and bring light to the world and help me gain a, a perspective of change and possibility and, and your instagram's amazing dude the way that you share uh quotes but you also share plays and you share strategies 
<laughs> you're like, look, dude, you take screenshots. If, if this, if you had to go in here, this would have happened. You know, I just love that you're bringing so much light and practice and purpose to, to the internet, to that world. So I'd encourage you to keep doing it. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. On Instagram, I really think about just um, it being your life. You know, just I'm open to sharing because I'm free from judging. My dad would always say, dare to be judged. Yeah. And I guess I never really knew what that meant until I became 100% myself. Yeah. And now it's like, wait, I dare you to judge me because it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, everybody's going through their own something. You know, you either, uh, Les Brown said this, he said, you're either going through something, been through something, or you're headed towards something. Right. I know. So, I know. I know. <laughs> so that, that's my whole thing on Instagram is just going, you know, there's, there's fathers that message me and they see me being a father. There's people that message me because everybody's going through something. If everybody's hiding their, their yeah. true selves, then people just think life is, oh, this life is just perfect, but my life is down. Yeah. No, everybody's going through something. It just may be a different something that they're going through. Yeah. It's not so true at the moment, especially with COVID and so much uncertainty and distress and everything else. However, at the other side, there's so much possibility. You're mm -hmm. throwing up access to the stock market that was never there before for ordinary people, like me even. Um, and we, it's funny at the minute because, well, it's not funny, but it's it's just the reality. A lot of airlines are struggling in Europe here with, with uh, cancelling flights because a lot of their staff did not come back. They didn't come back after COVID. They, they took new jobs. They did new things. A lot of bars and restaurants can't find staff because the staff started new lives where they wouldn't, they weren't working Saturday nights and weekends and early and late shifts. They were, you know, so we have this shift of focus with so many people are doing what they want to do now, you know, and at the same time, it's, so it's, it's neither good or bad, is it? It's always just our perspective and being realistic. And I love what you're saying about judging because when I coach people, you know, I always talk about the judgment. We judge ourselves, we judge events, and we judge other people. And we're going to do that. You know, what happens if instead of being judging from a critical, negative, uh, fearful point of view, if we judge it from an empathy point of view, if we judge it from a creativity point of view, we judge what happened to us from a, a chance to learn and learn something new of what happened in the way that you did with your life, you know. So I, I love that you guys just bring that message daily, day after day, to people to, to have a different perspective in life. Right. Yeah, I think uh, back at that COVID area, I think you really gave life a slowdown. Yeah. You had to. You couldn't go anywhere. You got inside. You were with your family. Whether that was good or bad, everybody had their own situation going on. But it gave people a chance to slow down and see their life or what it, what it is because now you're not running off to your job you're not on this it wasn't a consistent schedule of just going 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 you had to stop and you had to pause yeah. and that's something that we should continue not just at a time of despair right you should do that daily yeah take a time to pause, collect, get your collective thoughts together and figure out what's important and see what's important yeah yeah for sure that's so important life's short isn't it and doing every day is important i know well, thank you so much for your time. It's been amazing. Uh, I feel as if I'm meeting one of my heroes here. It's great. Like, <laughs> I watch you guys all the time on YouTube, you know? Yeah, you encouraged me, honestly, to, to hear those words or just to know that me being uh, so open and vulnerable to sharing just 
in my life, period. You know, saying that that people actually are they like that, and because it's not something that's seen all the time. So I don't take anything for granted. Um, I want to continue to myself. I want to continue to grow because there's still more people to help. And if I can say something to to you, and you can say something to somebody else, we can reach a lot of a lot of people. But the first thing that has to happen in order for that to uh, happen in life, you have to help yourself. In order to help the world, the first thing you got to do is help yourself, and that's where it starts at with me. Yeah, yeah. You said it beautifully. You said about loving yourself first. It's quite it's quite biblical, isn't it? It's what Jesus said. <laughs> it starts with that. So if anybody wanted to reach out to Cheat Code and follow and, and get up to speed about what you guys are doing, where can they find out more? So um, you have my Instagram is at Immaculate underscore Tony. And Cheat Code, you can find us at, at Ccode.tv. So at Ccode.tv. And that's on uh, Instagram. Yeah. And then you guys are on YouTube as well. Yeah, we're on YouTube as well. Uh, you can find us at, at Ccode underscore TV. Yeah. On uh, YouTube, and we have a show every morning. I'll be on Songs and Aids in the morning, and we also have Songs After Dark. I mean, we have a pool on the block with Pablo. We have Forex uh, talks. We have a lot of things going on just to get the information out there and help you know reach one person. If we reach one person, we can teach one person, and from there they'll be able to reach another person. Love that. Reach one person, teach one person. Tony, thank you so much. It's been amazing. Mark, I appreciate thank you. you. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless. Take care. God bless you. Oh, you have This podcast is hosted by the Healthy Rhythms Institute. If you want to find out more about the programs, coaching, and training that we offer, visit us at healthyrhythmsinstitute.com.